Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the first Swahili Sunday of 2021. And if you are watching this after the fact, thanks so much for listening in. You may hear my cat. He's meowing. He wants to go outside and I should get up because I'm a servant and go immediately serve him. But that's not happening right now. George, be quiet. So he'll probably be visiting throughout the broadcast as he usually does. Anyway, today I wanted to talk about, you see the, the tradition, I guess it's been around for a few years of people selecting a word for the year. And I have a blog post that'll be going up either later today or tomorrow about, I'm going to share about my words because I've chosen two and why. And the last three years I've had the word the first word was excellence for the first year I did it. Then it was accelerate. And then it was easy last year <laughs> for 2020. My word was easy and interesting to have the word easy in a year that was very challenging. But for the most part, when I look back at it, things did flow with ease for me. So I was very grateful for that. The, the tradition, I'm not sure I didn't really do research on how long the tradition has been going, but a lot of people choose those words to focus on instead of making resolutions. I'm also on Tea Time Tuesday going to do a series on how to set effective goals for 2021. It's something that I teach when I speak in self-leadership about the right way to set goals that will actually come to fruition. A lot of people simply list out goals and there's a lot of statistics around resolutions and goals and people setting resolutions and pretty much most of them never come to fruition. I'll talk about that on Tuesday for the Tea Time Tuesday show. But today I wanted to share about what my words were and why I chose two words. Usually the word comes to me at some point before the end of the year to focus on. And this year, the words that I have chosen that came to me that I feel that God put in my heart were grace and gratitude. Why did I choose two words? Hey, Brother Kev, morning. And I, why did I choose two words? Well, I think that those are just the words that came to me to focus on this year. And they're, they're in the dictionary, grace means courteous, goodwill, elegance, finesse, politeness, dignity, and honor. And I have a sign up above my desk. I've talked about this as be kind. And that's also having grace for people. And I think it's important to focus on if you have grace and gratitude, everything else will fall into place, I believe. And my good friend and fellow veteran Larry Broughton has a saying that he has in his company, which is offer grace, patience, and forgiveness freely and often. I've said it often on here before that you never know how what somebody's going through, why somebody's upset or stressed out or overreacting when it's usually not their character. And I'm not talking about the people that normally have that character. And even that even those that do, they're struggling with things. But understanding and looking at it from somebody else's perspective, why are they so stressed out? Can I offer them some grace? The Bible's full of things about grace. A couple of my favorites are uh, Psalm 103.8 says, the Lord is compassionate and grace, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. So for me, that's an example of how I should be slow to anger and abounding in love. Now, I'm a little bit of a fireball. Anybody who knows me knows that. And I'm very direct in my communication. And I'm very, sometimes I can be very bam, bam, bam. And somebody can take that as 
maybe not being gracious, but that's that's a communication way that I have to make sure that I understand the person's archetype on the other end. So when I'm communicating with them, if they aren't a direct communicator like me, that I communicate in a way that they'll receive it in grace and kindness. Because offering, I think we need to, especially with everything that's going on in the world, we need to offer grace and kindness. So I chose grace as the first word. There's another scripture in Matthew 6, 14 that says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. So forgiveness goes both ways. Forgiveness, grace, if you offer it to other people, even if they don't offer it back to you, if you step into what I call the dance floor of drama or the dance of crazy, one of the last strategy in my Think Like a Negotiator book is you can't negotiate with crazy. You can't get into a discussion with somebody who's in a crazy emotional state of mind. And if you can offer them grace, even if they're nasty back to you, you'll feel better about yourself after after that. And so grace is something that I need to really focus on and practice for myself and offer it to others. And then also along with the, the thing that Larry said, patience and forgiveness and freely and often being willing to offer grace to somebody, being willing to be gracious to somebody and present myself with finesse and grace and honor and, and honoring actually honoring God, because if, if he offers me grace, who am I not to offer somebody else grace? I'm looking at, there's, there was another scripture here that I really liked. Well, there's the, the Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, for it's by grace you've been saved through faith, and it is not for myself, it's a gift from God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So God, through Jesus, offered me grace and forgiveness, and if God's offering me grace, who am I to not be gracious and kind to somebody else? Now, there's sometimes when you you have to stand up for yourself and you may need to push back. That's a different situation. But you can still do it in grace. You don't have to be cutting and you don't have to be nasty with your words and you don't have to tear somebody else down. A lot of people tear other people down to lift themselves up. If you scroll through most of YouTube, you see all these negative videos people are posting. And I've said it before, but the Karens, people are posting somebody having a meltdown or whatever. And just so they can get some likes. Oh, look at me. Look, I saw this crazy woman or usually it's women. You don't see too many men acting like that. I think maybe because of women's makeup, we're more prone to, to the stress that's going on. And the, the fact that we carry so much weight by caring for children and uh, those type of things. I don't know, but so many people are posting those videos of people, people being drug off of planes and people losing their stuff on planes and losing wherever in a store or the restaurant, they're upset about wearing a mask or whatever, and they just blow up. And it, it's, it, what's the deal with the person who's filming that to get some notoriety for themselves? Think about what that person may be going through. Why is she acting that way in that moment? Why is somebody acting? Take a step back and think, hmm, do I need to have some grace for this person? And in, in those kind of situations, maybe it's good to simply walk away. One of the other things like a negotiator strategies is be willing to walk away. You have to decide when is a good point to turn and walk away and be okay with leaving whatever behind. 
again, you can't negotiate with crazy. So there's no use getting into a discussion or a conversation with somebody who's in an emotional state of mind. There's no way that you're going to be able to continue and connect and have a, a meaningful conversation that's going to get to a resolution when somebody is all emotional. You have to let them either calm down and reapproach, or you have to let them go and walk away. That is why I'm using that. That's why grace is my first word for the year to focus on is having grace for others, having the grace, understanding that God gave me grace and that I need to show that grace to other people through my actions, through my work, through everything that I do. I'm getting ready to take on a management position in the job that I have. And I'm going to have to have I'm going to teach this that I learned from my friend Larry offer grace, patience, and forgiveness freely and often to the people that I'm going to be supervising. I need to do that. And I also need to do that with my ladies in Kenya because they're struggling too. And they, as they are growing and understanding how to be an entrepreneur, how to be in business, how to get out of the poverty mindset, which is one of my big goals to teach them and get them out of that slum, I'm going to have grace and patience, have to have grace and patience for them and everybody on my team. So those are things that I, I considered when I was deciding the, about the word grace. And I've put a lot of this in my in my blog posts that I'm putting up. Actually, I'm reminded one of the things I put in there. My pastor, Pastor Rick Warren of Saddleback Church says, you have to consider people extra grace required. And it's EGR. It makes me feel good that I can put an acronym on that because EGR is a military term and acronyms are military and it makes me feel good. EGR, EGR, EGR. But he laughs and he says, don't look at the person sitting next to you. Put a mirror in front of yourself because you're an EGR too. So I need grace just like anybody else needs grace, extra grace required. And the other word I chose was gratitude. And gratitude is basically being grateful, being thankful, being grateful for what I have and the things that I have. And it goes hand in hand with grace to me, grace and gratitude. If I approach 2021 with grace and gratitude, having grace for other people, being grateful for what I have, I'm grateful that I have food to eat, that I'm earning income, that I have a roof over my head, that I have clothes to wear. As a matter of fact, I have too many things and I keep going through my things to pare down and bless other people with things that maybe I haven't worn or haven't used. Somebody else might be able to use those things. Maybe somebody could use some clothing or could use, maybe I have an extra too many glasses or coffee mugs or whatever I have too many of. I'm working on being grateful for the things I have, sharing those blessings with other people and approaching everything in my business, my personal and professional life with grace and gratitude. And it's waking up every morning and looking around. I mean, I have this on still. This is on for another, mm, what is today? Probably about 10 days and I get to get this off, but then there'll probably be a little bit of rehab because my wrist has been stationary since December 12th. So I'm unable to move, I've been unable to move this. Finally, I can feel the, the I think the healing happening because I'm able to use this a little bit. I can't use it too much because it gets sore. So I, I'm using, I'm still typing with one hand and my knee is still swollen. So I don't know what's going on there. I'm praying I don't have to have any surgery. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not recovering the way I thought it might. I had some knee issues from being in the military because 
pretty much for 23 years, I ran almost every day. That was the way I stayed in shape. And I, that was the way I actually calmed the crazy in my head was going for a run. And it, so grace and gratitude, those are the words that I'm going to choose this year. And oh yes, Elizabeth, action is magic, taking action. One of the go pink rules of engagement are taking positive action towards your goals and dreams, which I'm going to talk about on Tuesday. Dreams without action are simply fantasies. You have to have an action plan in order to make things happen. And that's what I'll be talking about on Tuesday. But you notice I'm wearing my paper beads today, but they're no longer called paper beads. I, I studied NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is a way to help change the way you think, feel, and believe. I suffered a lot of trauma in my life, and that helped me to going through the class and learning those techniques helped me to be able to start to heal myself from all of that trauma that I went through. And I had to do my own work to heal from all that. And I've shared a lot about, a lot about that before. But in NLP, it's a good thing to have an anchor. And they tell people in trauma, maybe somebody who's afraid. I just heard this on the, on the radio about from Dr. Laura, who was talking about somebody who was scared to get in a car and drive cross country and told her about an anchor. It's called an anchor where you think about something or you have something that anchors that terminology or that thought in you. This is the anchor for grace and gratitude. I'm calling, I'm renaming paper beads to grace and gratitude beads. And they are something that when I wear it and I touch it or whatever, will give the, yes, Cecilia, we are healing every day. Definitely. Healing is a, is a never ending process that we will continue to do because there's different, as we change and grow, different things come up. I'm still healing from things. Sometimes I'll be triggered by something. And I, I have tools and techniques that help me to get through that. Sometimes I'll have anxiety and sometimes I'll, I'll have actually an anxiety attack. And I have some breathing techniques that I do and yoga and, and such that helps me to work through that. But so I've made the anchor for the word grace and gratitude and whether grace and gratitude, whether you have a different word, I'd love for you to share it. I'm also going to post a different post that asks everybody to share their word for the year whether this may not even be your word, but this is also a way that you can anchor grace and gratitude into your life by getting one of the grace and gratitude beads and wearing it and thinking that this is about grace and gratitude. So when, you, when you're wearing it, when you're touching it, when you're holding it, you remember to have grace for people, to be in gratitude every single day. And if you can live that way daily, then all the other mess that's going around around us will not will not get you down. Not to say that life doesn't happen. I mean, this was unexpected. And I actually spent Christmas and New Year's alone and cried a lot of tears, but that was okay because this was unexpected and I wasn't expecting to do this in my knee. I was expecting to go to Southern, not Southern, Northern California to be with my son for Christmas and have a, see a white Christmas and relax and kick back and, and enjoy. And I didn't get to do that. So I, but I was still, despite the fact that this happened, I'm, I was still grateful that I still have, a, I've got a roof over my head. I'm able to eat. There are some people who aren't, there are people who are being evicted in the middle of this pandemic. I can't even fathom that to not, not have a home. 
and I, I am earning income and I'm able to, and everybody that's been supportive of the ladies, we've been able to feed them every single month since March. I actually got them food packs in February. I usually, when I go there, get them food packs as a bonus, but then the pandemic hit and I committed to making sure that they had food every single month. And thankfully people have stepped up and provided for that. And I did that by faith. I declared by faith that I, that I was going to have $800 to $1,000 a month to be able to provide them food. And this last month we had a generous donor who actually we had two donors, one who provided the food and blankets and another who provided some other things that are still stuck in customs. So I'll share more about that when we are able to get that out of customs in Kenya. Uh, I am grateful beyond belief for everything. I'm, I have back pain. I have knee pain. I have, my wrist is jacked up. I haven't been able to do my hair. <laughs> you know, I mean, the simple things. Driving has been, uh, thankfully, I'm still able to drive because it's my left knee and not my right leg. So I was still, and I'm grateful for all the people who stepped up and offered to help, who have helped, who came over to help, who helped clean the cat box and feed my cats and take out the trash and go get me medication and packed up boxes and helped me ship things and take took me places. And I, I'm so grateful for all of that. So I've decided to focus on grace and gratitude for 2021. And like I said, there's there'll be a blog post up and that blog post will be talk all about the word. Oh, hey, Glenn, I'm just sharing about my word. I, you're the one who started. Actually, this Glenn Morshower is the person who, when I was taking acting classes, I missed being able to take that, that, that we should have a word every year. And I started choosing a word. So this year I'm choosing two words and I'm grace and, and gratitude. And here's my grace and gratitude beads. And if you'd like to have a, an anchor for your grace and gratitude to make sure you operate in that, they're available at basketsandbeadskenya.com. I Swahili Sunday is was intended and is still intended to be interviews with the women in Kenya. But because of the fact that the pandemic has been in place and people have not been able to move around, we had planned to start this in March. And March is when the shutdown happens. So every now and then Layla comes on and shares about the status of the ladies and she'll be doing that as well. Uh, but I, as they're starting to open over there a little bit, their kids are going back to school uh, tomorrow. Well, it's almost, it's almost today there for them. They're 11 hours ahead. And I'm planning a trip to Kenya the end of February. And I'm figuring out how that's going to work. I really miss the ladies, but this last food pack that we gave them, I was on, I, I stayed up till we got, it was one in the morning and we, where I was able to see them and talk to them. They sang for me. They were all saying hi. I was saying hi, said a few words in Swahili. And I, it was so good to see them. I miss them so much. And I'm so excited to be able to go see them. But Swahili Sunday is intended to be some inspiration, which is what I'm doing now, but also interviews with the ladies so you can get to know them, so you can see them and meet them and, and see, I, I've posted a couple of video interviews with them, but I'd love to have them live online, being able to connect with them and introduce you to them so you can see who they are and hear a little bit of their story. And as they're opening up, I'm hoping that we'll be able to do that maybe starting 
soon. I'm, it depends on how they're doing because it'll be seven o'clock at night over there. We'll have to make sure that somebody brings them on a peaky and gets them back and gets them safely back into their house because it's not so good to be out at night. So we have to figure out how to do that and hopefully get that started very soon. Also for Tea Time Tuesday, and hey, Larry, yes, definitely. I'm oh, I'm just so excited. I want to go in February. I have to see how that's going to work. And I know Pastor Steve said he's going in February, so I want to go the same time he does and see if we can start getting, there's a building there that's half finished that I may be able to complete, get completed if I can raise some money for that and have them to have an actual workshop to work in, which is a goal to get them out of their house so they can come to a place to actually work. And uh, it's, I'm just excited. So I'm grateful to all of you. And also for Tea Time Tuesday, if you are in a business or you are in part of an organization or you are doing something that you'd like to come on tea, for Tea Time Tuesday, even if you were on in 2020, I, you can go to the events page on basketsandbeadskenya.com and fill out the little form to schedule a time. It's every Tuesday at 6.30. Love to have you on. Love to share about what you're doing in the world and promote what you're doing and have a great conversation. We'll probably have an, another veterans panel with my veteran brothers and sisters because that really went over well and it was such a good, it was such a great time for all of us that I'll probably do that again. But if you would like to be on, you can go to the website under the events tab and you'll see the info for Tea Time Tuesday. Would love to have you on sipping some tea. I'll always be sipping Kenya tea for the most part. But I just wanted to share my words for two, for 2021. And starting for Tea Time Tuesday on Tuesday, we will be starting with how to set effective goals for 2021. I want to make sure I've already sat down and set my goals. I did that yesterday. Funny story about that, just an aside. I thought I'm going to go to the beach and sit, sit there and relax and set my goals and listen to the water because that's my favorite thing to do is sit by the beach. I go and I park. I didn't have a chair with me. I walked out to the beach and I was at the edge and listening to it and I got ready to sit down and I thought, hmm, well, if I sit down, I may not be able to get back up because my knee is still not it's not bending right. It's there's not enough strength in that leg for me. So I stood there for a minute and I attempted to think with my military mind, okay, well, how could I get up? Okay. That probably won't work. That probably won't be a good idea. So I did not sit down on the, the beach. I came home instead and sat here and set my goals. So I want to share with you the technique that I use that has worked for me for years and give you a couple of examples where it actually personally did work for me and hopefully help you, even if you've set your goals and you don't use this kind of a statement, you can change it and move forward in a direction. Anyway, that's about it for today. I am so excited. I'm so grateful that I'm feeling better. I'm ready to get this thing off. This thing's driving me a little nuts, but I'm not in as in the kind of pain I was, I'm able to walk better. I'm actually able to go for short walks and I'm, I'm just grateful. Like I said, grace and gratitude. So I hope that you will share your word. I will post it instead of sharing it here. I'm going to post it on, on Facebook and Instagram 
with a little meme for you to share your word. I'd love to see what your word is for 2021 if you have selected one. If you had, haven't, you might consider that. It's a good foundation to operate by, setting a word that will focus the trajectory of your year. The reason I chose excellence the first year is because one of the Air Force core values is excellence in all we do. And I wanted to operate in excellence in everything I did and focus on being in excellence. And then the next year was accelerate. I wanted to accelerate our growth and accelerate things in my life. And then easy was the word I chose last year. And I wanted things to be to be easy. And if I look back at my life, like I said, things were a lot easier for me than than they were for other people. And I'm praying that we get a handle on this virus so we can open back up and people can go back to work and more businesses don't fail. And uh, we have, we have love. We have, we have God's grace to focus on and tune to and, and remember. I know a lot of people, every time I look on Facebook, I see somebody else's family members in the hospital or somebody else is in the hospital with COVID and it breaks my heart. I am praying for healing for not only from COVID, but also all the, I guess, discourse in the world and, and that we, we do have operate in grace and gratitude. So everybody, I am grateful for you. I have gratitude for you and I offer you grace and as always much Naku Penda. See you soon. See you Tuesday. Come back and join me Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. to learn about setting effective goals. Thanks so much. Have a good day.